Welcome back to Parched Car Convos. I am Maddie Mitchell, your host, today and always, really, because this is my podcast. Um, today, we have a good episode in store. I'm reading some holiday horror stories. I just will never tire of reading and reacting to other people's misfortunes. How about you guys? No? Great. I love to hear that. Um, one thing one thing that I must say is if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, this episode is going to come out on Monday. Um, be sure to go to at parkedcarconvos.pod. It's linked in the show notes. It's the podcast Instagram, which you should be following anyways, you fake fan. Um, go to the Instagram and I will be doing a ton of polls on Monday, but they'll go into Tuesday. I'm assuming if you, if you listen to this early enough on Tuesday, um, because I want to do an episode like definitively ranking Christmas classics, like movies and songs and all of that jazz. Uh, and I want you guys to vote on it. I wanted to try and I want to try and do it like bracket style. Um, so there's like a definitive winner at the end of it, but we'll see, we'll see how it goes, but you should definitely go over there and vote on them. Give me your input. I'm intrigued. And if you're listening to this after Monday or Tuesday, I'm so sorry. Um, but you should really just listen the day it comes out. Duh. Like what do you have other things going on? I don't think so. Okay. So today we're reading some holiday horror stories. These are mostly Christmas, but there's a few towards the end that are Thanksgiving related as well, which I figure why not throw them in the mix? There's a very similar vibe, at least for me, for Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, because I do the same thing for both. But I know a lot of people, they're with different people on Thanksgiving than they are on Christmas. And, you know, one group might be a little bit more chaotic than the other. One might have a little bit more you know, I don't know, passion, you you know what I'm saying? A little bit more, uh, festiveness. And by that, I'm just mean, they might be batshit crazy. Anyways, I literally just spend Christmas and Thanksgiving at my house usually with my immediate family. That's that. That's that. Um, so it's pretty laid back and it's no more, um, like heated and, we're not, we're no more rude to each other than we are on any other day. So it's just fine and normal, I would say. But I loved, I love to hear these stories because some people's families are insane and you know, extended family, it's tricky. It's tricky and people can be crazy. And then you have to come to terms with the fact that you are in fact related to them. So let's just, you know what, let's dive in. But before we do, actually, I have a story if you follow me on TikTok, you've already seen this story, so I apologize for the redundancy, but I just have to talk about it because I'm not over it. So I, the other day, I ordered my friend some flowers, right? Me and me and my other friend were like, we should send her some flowers. You know, she's gone through something. Gotta send her some flowers. We did. We picked out this cute little Christmas bouquet. This is why it ties in because this is somewhat Christmas related. This beautiful Christmas bouquet that had like pine cones in it and like fun little festive greenery and some candy canes. It was beautiful, truly beautiful. And it was from this like random website. It's called From You Flowers. I'm letting you know to avoid them like the plague. But, um, and I used them. I used this website specifically because I had bought flowers in the last couple of months and they were from this place. Right. And 
no issues. They got to where they needed to be on time when they say they would. I'm assuming they looked okay. I don't think I ever saw what they looked like. So I actually have no frame of reference if, if they looked like what I ordered. Um, if I had to go on a limb and say they didn't, but whatever. So I order from this place because it worked the first time. So I have no reason not to trust them. You know what I mean? And I was like, this is easy. They kept sending me like emails with like different promo codes to buy again. I was like, oh, perfect. Like this works out perfectly. So we pick out this beautiful Christmas bouquet. I order them. This was on Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. And I wanted them to get to this place on Monday morning because my friend was going to be at this place on Monday, but not on Tuesday. And I wasn't sure if she was going to leave at some point on Monday. So I was like, you know, to be safe, I'm going to, I'm going to do like the express shipping to make sure it gets there Monday before noon is what it said on their website. So Monday comes around and at around one o'clock, I get an email from, from you flowers saying your order was delivered. I say, amazing. That's so great. Um, did I say this was at one o'clock, like one fifteen? So already not that it's a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but an hour later than they said they would, which is kind of annoying because I had paid extra for it to get there before noon, but whatever. I'm like, at least they got there at one. Like that's, you know, could definitely could have been a lot worse. So I'm like, okay, great. So then I'm sitting around waiting for my friend to text me and say that she got them, which is always like an awkward thing because you don't want to say anything. But at the same time, you're like, shit, are they in the right place? Obviously, because I had no idea if they had made it there. And I'm I'm just like hoping and praying. I'm like, this is going to be, it's going to be fine. So I... Also, if you're listening to the story and you already listened to it on TikTok, this is the extended version. And there, there's more details in this one that I just like couldn't get into on TikTok. So I end up texting my friend because she hadn't said anything at like 545. And I'm like, shoot, it, at this point, it's dark out. It was cold that day. I'm like, these flowers, if they're in like a glass vase, like with water, I'm like, they're going to freeze or something. You know what I mean? Like, I need to make sure she sees them and gets them inside. So I, we had to text her, which I like felt bad about because I'm like, this is just, you know, awkward. You don't want to be like, Hey, like acknowledge my present. You know what I mean? But I texted her. I was like, Hey, did you get any fun deliveries today? And she said, no. And I said, awesome. That's so awesome actually. So at this point I'm like, where the fuck are the flowers? And I'm like double checking the address. I'm like making sure I sent it to the right place. And like I did like the confirmation had the right address and everything. So I call this place, right? Because in their delivery confirmation email, they left a phone number and they were like, you know, for customer service, call this line. So I called the line and it's all automated, which is just so annoying when it's like, how am I going to explain to a robot like this whole situation, you know? So as I'm like listening through to also side note, there's nothing worse than having to listen to an automated like voice message like that and have to like you're just listening for so long for them to say which option is the one that you want to, you have to like, you know, click the number for. And it ends up being like, none of them even are what you're looking for. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, press one for this. And you're like, okay, that's not what I, that's not what I need. Press two for this. And you're like, okay, that's not what I need. Press three for this. Like, that's not what I need. And then you're just waiting, waiting forever. And like, none of them are actually applicable to what you need. So I'm, getting annoyed at this point. And, um, then they end up saying in the automated voice message, they're like, we cannot confirm deliveries over the phone at this time. I'm like fucking amazing. So even if I do get through to someone, it, I, it doesn't sound like they'll be able to help me. So 
Then I email them back at like their customer care email. And I'm like, I ordered these flowers to get there today. Um, and they didn't what's going on. Like, where are they? Because I didn't want, like at this point, I'm like, I just want to know where the flowers are. Like, are they, you know, were they left at a neighbor's house? Like, I don't know. So I get an email back very quickly, actually. And I had also messaged them on Instagram because I'm like, I don't know which one they'll be more responsive on. Um, so they email me back pretty quick, quickly with just an email saying we've refunded you like $5 and three cents. Sorry for the inconvenience. I'm like, what? I don't, first of all, I don't want a refund at this point. I want like the flowers. Like I just want the flowers to get there, you know? Um, and I ended up finding out later on that $5 must've been the expedited fee that I had paid to get them there on Monday. So I think they were just like, Oh shoot, the flowers didn't get there today. But I'm like, no, the point is, is that you said that they did get there today. So where are they? Anyways. So I emailed them back. I'm like, I don't want this $5. Like, this is not what I'm talking about at all. Like, I just want to find the fucking flowers. Then they messaged me back on Instagram. So I'm like talking, so which ended up being so much more confusing because I'm having like one conversation in email, one conversation in Instagram DM. And like, they both aren't aware that I'm talking to the other. Do you know what I mean? So it was just like very confusing. But the girl on Instagram goes, please clear your phone lines. I'm like, okay. Okay. Like I had sent her my order number, whatever. She's like, please keep your phone lines clear. I'm like, okay, I'm, I guess I'll, I guess I'll do that. I don't know how to do that. Just not take any other phone calls, I guess. Great. It was giving very like secretary from the seventies vibes, but I kept those phone lines clear. You best believe. And I got this phone call from this woman and she's like, hi, is this Maddie? And I said, yes. And she says, I'm the supervisor. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, and she starts explaining to me, she's like, so basically the website that I ordered from is they're called like a gatherer website, which I had, I have learned so many ins and outs of the floral industry, but these like big websites, like the one that I ordered from, um, basically they just are in like partnerships with like local florists. And so I place the order to them and then they send it out to the local florist. So then the local florist can make the arrangement and deliver it. So basically it's just this like big third party that I'm dealing with. And so they had said, she's like, I tried to get in contact with the local florist that we would use for that bouquet. And they're already closed for the night because at this point it's like six or seven. And I'm like, okay, great. So she's like, what I'll do is I'll upgrade you to a different bouquet, like to a nicer bouquet and have it sent, sent there tomorrow. And at this point I'm annoyed because my, keep in mind, my friend isn't even going to be at that same address tomorrow. So I'm like, well, that's really annoying because like I paid for the ex- the expedited shipping because I wanted it to be there today because my friend won't even like the person won't even be at the address tomorrow. She's like, oh, okay, great. We can change the address. Like that's no problem. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. So I'm like texting my other friend that I had like bought these flowers with. And I was like, should we just send it to this other address? And she's like, yeah. So I, I'm like, okay, fine. Like if it's easy enough to just change the address, like let's just do that. Thinking this will just be better, whatever. I begin to read this woman, the address. Okay. I begin and I, for like, I can't even express to you guys how simple this address is. It might as well have been like six fish street, like so just basic numbers, basic words. Like it is the easiest street name in the world. Like I can't, I can't, it might as well have been main street. Like it might as well have been like one main street, which you would think telling someone that over the phone, like that's so easy. Right. So I'm like, okay, so the address is one main street. This is not her address, by the way. I'm like not doxing her. I'm like one main street thinking 
she'll get this. She'll understand this. Um, um, so I'm like one main street. Can you send it there? And then she's like, okay. Um, what's the town? I give her the town, the zip code, everything. <coughs> she comes, she comes back on the phone. She's like, give me one second. I'm like, okay. She comes back on the phone and she's like, okay. So that was one flame street. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And then reads me a different town and zip code than I had given her. I genuinely thought I was being punked because I'm like, this is the simplest word in the world. Like this address could not be easier for you to receive and understand. And she just could not grasp it. Um, and so then she's like, can you spell it for me? So I started spelling out, you know, main street M A I. And she's like, okay. N, uh, E. And like, I thought I was being punked because I'm like, there's just no way that there's just no way that this miscommunication is so intense right now. There's no way. So it got to the point where I was like, you know what? Let's just send it to the regular, the the original address. Like, let's just do that because I wasn't like typing it out. I was just re- like reading it to her. So I'm like, I, I just don't trust that this will get to the right place because it didn't even get to the right place when I did type it in. So I said, whatever, 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 whatever. I will just send it to the original address. She's like, okay, I'll do that. Um, before we even finish our phone call, the phone gets disconnected. She tries to call back when I go to press hang up. I mean, pick up. It doesn't, it doesn't let me. I'm like sick. Okay. So I'm just going to hope and pray that, that, that it got to the right place. Um, so, so then Tuesday morning, right? Flowers should have been delivered Monday, Tuesday morning. I get a phone call. Um, and I recognize the number. I'm like, it's these people again. He, he picks up. I'm like, hi. He's like, is this Maddie? I'm like, yes. And he's like, this is Victor, the supervisor. I'm like, wow, there's so many supervisors here. He's like, so wanted to let you know, we upgraded the bouquet and we're going to send it to one flame street. And, and I'm like, no, don't send it there. I was like, just send it to the original address. Like, I can't deal with this right now. Like I, I was also, let me preface, not preface because I'm halfway through the story, but let me interject and say, I'm obviously being so nice to these people. Like everything that I'm saying that I'm saying to them is obviously so exaggerated because one, there was only one person in the comment section on my, on my TikTok that was like, you're literally such a Karen. And I'm like, no, I just like paid for something and it never got there. Like this isn't me. I'm not rude. I'm not rude to people that work in customer service. I work in customer service. I would literally never do that. I feel like if you listen to this podcast, you you probably know that about me. So anyways, so Victor's like, what I can do is, so I confirm, I'm like, no, send it to the original address. Like these people are just not going to get this address, right? Like it's fine, whatever, just send it to the original address. And he's like, okay, I can do that. Um, and I found out by the way, why that bouquet yesterday never made it. And I was like, oh, why? And he was like, oh, because they never made the bouquet which pisses me off because why did you tell me it was, why did you send me a confirmation? And then the more that I was thinking about it, the more mad I got, because luckily this was just to like literally one of my best friends. But like, imagine if this had been for like a, not a stranger, but you know, a colleague or just a distant friend who, you know what I mean? And I didn't like know them well enough to ask if they got it and then I'm just sitting here thinking that they got the arrangement because I got an email that it was confirmed delivered and then it and then I, it didn't actually get delivered. Do you know what I mean? So it was pissing me off. So I was like, what do you mean they didn't actually make the bouquet? Like, how did I get a delivery confirmation? And Victor has no answers for me. And I'm like, Victor, what the hell, man? Like, you have to come through and like, tell me something, but he just didn't have anything for me. So, so then, um, 
whatever. He's like, we'll upgrade you to an $80 bouquet. Like it'll get there today. We'll give you a full refund. I'm like, okay, thank God. So everything's fine. Right. Um, eventually later that day, my friend texts us and she's like, guys, thank you so much for the plant. The plant, Victor, why did you send her a plant? You were supposed to send her a gorgeous $80, um, Christmas bouquet. Why did I not, why did we get a plant? And so she sends me a picture of it and it's literally a poinsettia. Like those Christmas flowers that you see everywhere that cost legitimately $5.99 at Trader Joe's. Yeah, that's what they sent her. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm pissed because there's no way in hell that costs more than the bouquet I bought. Literally no way in hell. Um, And at least the bouquet, like it wasn't like you had to like piece it together, like add in all these pretty things. The the plant is just a plant, you know, it, it's just a fucking plant. Like, what am I paying for? Because, you know, when you pay someone to make a floral arrangement, floral arrangement, you're paying them to like make the floral arrangement. This I'm just paying them for what? just literally dropping off a giant plant at my friend's house. Then weirdly, so then I'm like telling my friend the whole story. I'm like, this that's so annoying that you got sent a fucking poinsettia. I sent her a picture of what I tried to send her because I'm like, I don't want you to think I just like sent you a poinsettia. That's so random. Anyways, hours pass. She gets another bouquet sent to that address. This one, so much uglier than the one I bought, but also it was very spring. It had like peach roses in it and like hydrangeas. It was like a peach and light green bouquet with like white in it. Not at all Christmassy. So I'm pissed. But at the same time, I'm like, whatever. I got a refund. My friend got some flowers. This is just a fucking nightmare. Like I never want to deal with it again. The next day. So literally Wednesday, like why has this gone on for so long? Right. They keep blowing up my phone. Um, on Wednesday, they called me in the morning and I picked up the first time because I was like, maybe they have something else to say. I just, I don't even know. And she's like, I just wanted to confirm that like we did get those flowers delivered yesterday. And I was like, I know, but they were, I was told it would be super upgraded. And both of those are way cheaper than what I bought. So pissed about that. Um, and I like, I, at this point I was like, honestly, like the ones that you sent were nothing like the ones that I had bought and were so much worse in quality than the ones that I bought. And she was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, okay, like whatever. Her name was Sam. She was also a supervisor because of course she was. So then I get an email later on from the supervisor department because apparently they have one at this place. I get a call. I mean, I mean, I get an email from the supervisor department giving me a $20 gift certificate to use on their website. First of all, $20 is definitely not enough to buy an entire bouquet and ship it from their website at all. Like maybe half. So it pissed me off that it was like not even for a free arrangement. You know what I mean? Because then it's like, whatever. I would just send myself an arrangement because cut my losses at this point, you know, but no, no, just $20. I was like, this is so embarrassing. Like, what am I going to do with this? Nothing. I'm not fucking spending more money out of my own pocket at this bullshit company. And then, then they ended up calling me two more times on Wednesday afternoon and I was on a call for work. So I didn't answer, but I don't think I would have answered anyways, because what more could you have to say? Like, why are you so obsessed with me? I don't understand because like, really it's all resolved. Like theoretically, like I got the refund. I got the refund today. Thank God. Um, got the refund. My friend technically got two things from them. I say things because that's what they are. Like what's a plant? Like I would never have sent a plant. Um, but yeah. So I don't know why they keep calling me. Luckily, there is a silver lining though. If you listened this far to the story, I can't believe I've been talking for this long. I'm so sorry. But 
um, there is a silver lining. Everyone in the comments on my TikTok was, um, if you haven't watched the TikToks, you don't have to now because I just told you the entire story, but everyone, um, everyone in the comment section of my TikToks was like tagging all of these other companies to use. I mean, a lot of people were saying like, just use a local florist and I have used local florists in the past, but for the area that I was trying to send these ones to, there was no, there's no good like websites for local florists. So it was just like more of a hassle, um, which obviously going forward, that's what I'll do. But everyone started tagging this company, Urban Stems. They were like, you should use Urban Stems like next time. Like they, they do great work, like blah, blah, blah. I've never had an issue with them. Well, Urban Stems reached out to me and they're going to send me and my friend a Christmas bouquet. So that was so, so, so cool of them. I'm so excited. I'm supposed to get them uh, this week. So I will keep you guys posted, but big shout out to Urban Stems. They're doing the Lord's work, honestly. Um, okay. Now that I've talked for literally 20 minutes, let's just dive right into these holiday horror stories. We're not diving into anything because I've just been talking for so fucking long, but whatever, let's do it. Okay. Um, this first one says, I was opening presents. Oh, these are all from BuzzFeed, by the way. Um, BuzzFeed really came came in clutch for me. Um, I was opening presents with my then boyfriend in front of his huge religious family. We had been together for some time and we all thought he was going to propose to me. They waited with bated breath while I opened the tiny envelope from him that he had put a lot of thought into, quote unquote. The envelope contained a gift certificate for laser mole removal. Never once had I expressed any interest in this. I couldn't decide whether to cry or laugh. We broke up shortly thereafter. That is the most wretched Christmas present I've ever heard in my entire life. In my entire life. A gift certificate for laser mole removal. Actually, from the bottom of my heart, I would tell him to shove it up his ass. There is no... Unless she has explicitly said, I really want, I really want laser mole removal, but I don't want to spend the money on it could be a good gift idea. Unless she basically verbatim said, this is what I want for Christmas. Even then do something so much better than that. Like there's just no, there's no way. And it's also so sad that she said, we all thought he was going to propose to me. So it wasn't just like she had this idea in her head that maybe he would propose to her then. It sounds like the whole family was kind of like, oh my God, today's the day. And then he just hits her with laser mole removal. I can't, I, and I know, here's the thing. I'm an amazing gift giver, 100%. I very rarely miss, I would say. Uh, which is a lot of pressure, but that's a story for another day. I'm an amazing gift giver. And it's something that is hard for me personally is to not expect the same in return. Is that fucked? But like, I, I just know that I, when I put so much thought into something, it sucks when someone gives you like a scarf, you know what I mean? But anyways, that's not, that's besides the point. I'm just picturing her getting him something that was like so thoughtful and sentimental because she thinks he's about to fucking propose. So obviously she was probably going to give him something so nice. And he's like, here's laser mole removal. You're welcome. Merry Christmas. Basically, he's just saying he hates her mole. I can't. I really cannot get over that. But what I was saying is there's, there's being bad at giving gifts And then there's being like weirdly vindictive and like mean when giving gifts, you know, this is, unless he's just so stupid. I don't know. Is this mean or stupid? 
I think it's a healthy combination of both actually. Okay. On Christmas Eve in 2019, I was at work and I got a call from my uncle saying I needed to go find my dad. His wife of 22 years, my stepmom, was caught in an affair with a coworker and she had just left him. Oh my God. This is crazy. He was an absolute wreck. I threw some of his things in a suitcase and we drove three plus hours in a snowstorm on Christmas Eve to take him to my uncle's house. My husband and I didn't have a big enough apartment for him to stay. That is so interesting. So she had got caught in the affair. That makes more sense. Because I'm like, why would she decide to tell him this on Christmas Eve? Like really bad timing on her part. Really bad way to like pour salt in the wound. But he caught her, it sounds like, on Christmas Eve. That is, yeah. A Merry Christmas. I've been cheating on you for years. And I'm leaving you. Wow. That's a bad Christmas present too. If I... If you needed my input on that, which I don't think we did, but I said it. Um, Okay. After my parents got divorced, they took us on a typical middle class. I'm sorry. We just separated vacation. I didn't know that this was a thing. Is this a thing? I didn't know that. Okay. The four of us, mom, dad, me, and my sibling went to Disney world for Christmas. Oh God. Oh God. This is just really trying to like patch everything up within the most magical place on earth. You know what I mean? Mom and dad fought the whole time. Awesome. That's really good that they like had your best interest at heart and were able to, you know, put their differences aside for Christmas in Disney World. Uh, They fought the whole time and my dad lost my three-year-old sibling in the park. Sick. No, that's sick. Sibling was missing for a good 20 minutes and I think the only reason my mom didn't murder my dad was because we needed the extra body to search for my missing sibling. Fast forward 25 years now and dad has dad takes his new family to Disney World for Christmas every year. Meanwhile, my mom, sibling, and I have never been back. That is fucking crazy. Not him taking his new family there. Why would you ever want to return to the scene of the crime? Like, does that not have the worst sentimental value to you like does that not have the worst connotation to you disney world not even just like takes them back to disney world every year but on christmas i also maybe it's just me and maybe it's just growing up somewhere that is cold i could never like when i i feel like people go to warm places for christmas um I know I had like friends when I was in school that would go to like aruba for christmas and things like that i could never do that I could never do that. That just would not feel Christmassy to me. But maybe, I mean, maybe if you already like lived in Florida and you went to Disney World. Or wait, is that Disney? Yeah, that is Disney World. I couldn't, I couldn't remember if it was World or Land. But if you already live somewhere warm, then like it obviously wouldn't be a big deal. But like that would depress me. Well, we also all know my thoughts on Disney. So that's just besides the point. Okay. My uncle got sent a letter. It got there a little before Christmas from his 18-year-old son that he did not know he had. So he told us at Christmas. That's a lot. That is a lot, a lot, a lot. And this, like, wow. Yeah, that would be a big... (laughs) Merry Christmas, you have a child. He's 18. And surprise. That's a really good Christmas surprise, hopefully. I mean, it doesn't sound like it went over poorly. It's just like, oh, he just found out for fun. Okay. Years ago, I was dating this guy for a few months when Christmas rolled around. So I splurged a bit and got him a GPS to help him find his way. This just like took me back to when GPSs weren't just on our phones. 
and we like you bought a G or like already in cars and you had to like buy a GPS. That's iconic. What were they called? Like Tom Toms or something. I think that was the kind that we had and it's like plug it in. Wow. Why does it feel so archaic? But that was not that long ago. Okay. Um, so I splurged a little bit and got him a GPS to help him find his way. Thoughtful, useful, but not too sentimental. It felt perfect for where our relationship was at the time. No. Yeah. Completely agree. That seems like a good, it's just like a practical gift, whatever. And he gave me an MMA magazine that had clearly been read. I do not like MMA, not even a little bit, nor have I ever expressed interest in MMA. I feel so weird saying that back to back to back. I'm saying MMA as in mixed martial arts in case you cannot hear me enunciate properly because I'm not doing that. Okay. Not once. He, on the other hand, loved all things MMA. Trying to move on, I politely thanked him, set the magazine down, and refocused on the next gift. It was a DVD with the cellophane wrapper missing. He got a little quiet, then sheepishly volunteered. Uh, I uh, got so bored, so I watched the movie yesterday. I slowly responded. So you got me a magazine because you wanted to read it, and then watched the movie you got for me because you were bored? His only response was, well, yeah, I guess so. So we broke up a week later. That is, you have to try to give a gift that bad. You do. Like, there's no way. You couldn't think of anything. An MMA magazine? That's a shitty gift for someone who likes MMA. Like, there, I said it. That's a shitty gift. No one wants a magazine. Unless it was, like, a magazine subscription. That'd be different, I guess. But just a magazine? What am I going to do with that? What am I going to do with that? In a DVD. Oh, not an open DVD in a red magazine. That's horrible. Not a hand-me-down magazine. Okay. When I was a toddler, we were supposed to go to Savannah to visit my mom's family for Christmas. My dad said he couldn't go because he lost his wallet. Okay. Interesting. It turned out that some prostitutes he he had slept with took his money, identification cards, and all the cocaine he'd been carrying. We ended up going to Georgia without him. Unsurprisingly, my parents are not together anymore and I'm estranged from my father. What an interesting reason why you couldn't go somewhere, though. Oh, I can't go because I lost my wallet. People go places all the time without their wallets if if they lose it. Is that true? I mean, I feel like it wouldn't stop me from going somewhere. Like, if I was going with my family somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Wow, that's that's uncanny. All the cocaine he'd been carrying. No, he's like, I can't go to Georgia because I don't have that cocaine anymore. The prostitutes took it. Wow. That is a Christmas scandal, I will say. Okay, so it wasn't my family, thank God, but one of my friends. Her uncle got caught cheating at the dinner table when his phone buzzed and her aunt saw the incoming text. Sick. She started screaming and crying throwing her dinner at him oh that's iconic I would have loved to see that honestly my friend dared to laugh so then the aunt turned on her and started insulting her no and telling her how she'd never get a man so then the mom stands up and starts to yell and the whole family gets involved my aunt starts to insult everyone calling them backstabbers and lowlifes and then calls me an intruding bitch I've never visited a friend over the holiday since oh my god you were there I thought you were just telling this story on behalf of the friend, but that's so iconic. You're like, oh, I guess I'll just go like spend the holidays with my friend and you get to witness this. 
that's actually the funniest thing ever. I mean, it's not, it's not because it's sad, but like just seeing like a brawl like that when it's supposed to be so happy and like merry and just good times and good vibes is there's nothing funnier. Is that sick and twisted? I don't, I don't think so. It's just like pure entertainment starts throwing her dinner at him. That was my favorite part. Um, okay. My husband's stepmother. Okay. My husband's stepmother. So basically your mother-in-law, your stepmother-in-law gave me a 36 year old at the time. (laughs) What if I just stop there? She gave me a 36 year old. No, she gave me a 36 year old at the time. I'm sorry. I just read this so wrong. Okay. My husband's stepmother gave me who was a 36 year old at the time. Okay. A kindergarten sized backpack. I thought she was saying the backpack was 36 years old. I was like, Ooh, weirdly specific that you like know the backpacks background, but okay. So she gave this 36 year old woman a kindergarten sized backpack for Christmas. When I opened it, she said, I actually bought that for a child a few years ago and she hated it. So I threw it in the closet and I saw it and thought you'd like it. None of us did. We all think it's ugly. <laughs> There's no way. Okay. That same year she gave, uh, they gave my three kids gifts totaling altogether $15 with the clearance stickers still on them while her biological granddaughter opened a $300 unicorn. They made sure we knew it cost $300 and then pointed out our clearance stickers to everyone and what great, great deals they were. They weren't. And then they made my kids leave the room so my granddaughter could take pics alone with the unicorn. It was the last Christmas we ever visited them. That is so horrible. That is so horrible. Sometimes it does baffle me that like to hear things like this. And it's, it's so interesting that so many people don't even have like the common decency to pretend to like someone. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I would feel like in so many situations you could be a little bit more discreet about this and maybe not like leave the price tags on things and make such a big deal. But like clearly your only intention here was to make them feel horrible, which is so interesting. Like what did they possibly do to you that especially to take it out on their kids? Like it's one thing if you hate her, not that it's right, probably. I mean, I don't know the whole story. She could be horrible, but it's one thing to like take it out on this woman and be like, here's a backpack from when I, from like a child that was going to give it to. It's so ugly. That's one thing, but to take it out on the kids is like kind of sad. Okay. Let's see what we have next. One Christmas, my brother and father got into a fight. The cops had to be called. My brother was arrested and spent the next three months in jail. Merry Christmas. This is also just a great reminder that just because your family doesn't mean you should spend holidays together. And I live by that. If you physically cannot be in the same room without actually assaulting, without actually committing assault and battery on your relative, then you just shouldn't be there. Call me, call me crazy, but those are just my, that's my belief system. Okay. Um, a few years back, one of my siblings must have ticked my mother off and with all the stress of the past couple days, she just snapped and fully pushed over the three meter Christmas tree and took a saw to make tiny pieces out of it. True story. And that woman is five too. Um, that's actually so funny. That's so iconic. Just knocking over the whole tree. Cause knocking over the whole tree would be like funny. Like 
in a split second of anger, you just get so mad. You're like, I'm going to tear this fucking tree down, right? That's funny. But to take a saw to it adds this unique layer of like, I'm taking this a step further. I'm not just, I'm not satisfied with just knocking this tree over and ruining Christmas. I'm going to hack it up into little pieces so I never have to see this tree again. Like that is a very unique kind of anger. I would, I would guess, but all right. The year was 2012. I'm interested. My family has reached 2012 was the best year actually. So you already are like, you're doing good. My family had reached the boiling point that year. Okay. It wasn't good for this family. Good to know. My brother had been kicked out of the army. I was a 17-year-old stoner about to drop out of school. My parents' marriage was a shit show and almost ripe for divorce. And my sister was over from the U.S. for the holidays. You can imagine the mood was already bad enough. Why? I love that they added, like, your brother got kicked out of the army. You're a stoner about to drop out of school. And you're like, and my sister, she was back from America. Gross. That's funny to me. Like, that that's comparable. Like, her living in the U.S. is comparable to getting kicked out of the army and being like a high school dropout. Um, okay. You can imagine the move is already bad enough. Okay. In the middle of Christmas dinner, the doorbell rings. Who the fuck disturbs a family on Christmas night? You ask, we were all thinking the same thing without hesitation. My brother gets up from the table and disappears for several minutes. My father, after a few moments of broiling in his own emotions and changing his face color to all shades of red, gets up ready to shit on the unknown visitor. And finds my brother dealing weed to him. No. No. On Christmas night, you can imagine the drama that ensued. Little did we know that my brother hadn't gotten up. That if my brother hadn't gotten up from the table and ensured my father. And ensured my father would drive off for hours afterwards. Wait, I need to start over. Little did we know that if my brother hadn't gotten up from the table and ensured my father would have dried off for hours afterwards, my father would have told us of his year-long affair that night. Sorry, what? That as well as the child he was about to have with their mistress, with his mistress, and that he was planning on leaving the family. So my idiot brother actually saved Christmas by dealing drugs. My father did end up telling us around New Year's. Interesting. Okay, I see. So what happened is the brother, maybe you followed this, but I didn't. The brother gets up from the table to go deal drugs to whoever's at the door. The father gets up and gets so mad that the the brother's dealing drugs that he takes off. He just like goes for a drive for hours. But... If that hadn't happened, he would have been there and he would have told his whole family that he was cheating on his wife and actually had a baby on the way with his mistress. But instead, because of the the brother dealing drugs, he wasn't there. And so he actually just ended up telling them on New Year's, which was nice of him. So really, the brother dealing drugs saved Christmas. It's kind of like how the Grinch saved, how the Grinch stole Christmas, but how how the drug dealing brother saved Christmas and then how the father, the cheating father, (laughs) the cheating father running away from his family stole new years. That's sad. Okay. I hope 2013 was better for them. My grandmother went out to the garage to smoke after Christmas dinner and intentionally slammed her arm in a car door. (laughs) This sounds like 
Okay, I would never do this, but it sounds like something I would do for attention. Like, does it not? Like, I'm just going to go fucking <laughs> slam my wrist into a car door. No one's paying attention to me. I would never do that. But it's like funny to think about. It's not. Okay, anyways, uh, breaking her wrist in the process. Why? She wanted to see if her pain medication was working. Needless to say, her experiment caused us to spend the rest of Christmas in the emergency room. I actually can't get over that. That's hysterical. That is actually so funny. Slams her her arm into a car door. Just to wait, even if, okay, here's the thing. I don't know much about pain meds and I'm grateful for that. Don't get me wrong. But even if you're on pain meds, does that mean you're invincible to pain? Like, I don't think so. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you could be on pain meds and literally slam your arm into a car door. I think you would still feel something like it doesn't make you completely numb to feeling right. I wouldn't think. I mean, maybe like the super, super, super heavy stuff, but why is she just like casually taking that on Christmas while she's like out having a smoke? Like, I don't, do you know what I'm saying? All right. Okay. These last few are Thanksgiving themed, but we can, we can muster through. Last year, all the grandkids came over and they are toddlers. They ran around the house most of the night before Thanksgiving in a pack, screaming and causing chaos and disorder. Eventually, they made their way to the mantle above the fireplace where they discovered a box. First of all, toddlers on a mantle above the fireplace? What are they, like baby basketball players? How do they get up there? How did they make their way over there? Okay, anyways. They discovered a box that they just couldn't resist picking up and opening. The oldest one grabbed handfuls of <laughs> handfuls of gray dust out of the box and started throwing it up in the air in the living room, yelling, It's snowing, Mommy! While my aunt stared in shock and horror, apparently the kids found the ashes of our aunt's old cat and couldn't help but spread the love. That is horrible for the aunt that's actually really sad I feel bad for her I really do um but that like why are you letting your toddlers climb up on a mantle above a fireplace like how like not to not to like shame these parents but what how did you not see them like that's just so dangerous in general okay anyways this was back in the 80s, a.k.a. no Google. Why did I say Google? No Google. Okay. We finished our Thanksgiving dinner and everyone was cleaning up. Somehow, a button broke off of the dishwasher, so my grandfather grabbed some super glue to fix it. He ended up gluing his hand to the door of the dishwasher. To the door of the dishwasher. The adults tried to free him to no avail, so my father had to quite literally dismantle the dishwasher door with my father's hand super glued to the front of it. This is actually so iconic. With wait, with his oh, with his father's hand super glued to the front of it. Okay. He carried the door with my grandfather attached to the back of our station wagon and brought the conjoined duo to our local emergency room. They waited for several hours only to be set free by a nurse who happened to have nail polish remover in her locker. That is actually so funny. That is hysterical. Super gluing your hand to a dishwasher. Wow. That's like, I mean, out of all the ways to end up in the emergency room on Thanksgiving, that's not a bad one. You know what I mean? But that is really disappointing that they sat around for hours and they probably had nail polish remover at the house that they were at. So that, yeah, that sucks. Okay. 
My mother and her mother decided to go out for Thanksgiving dinner one night while I was away at college. They ended up sitting at the bar while they waited for a table and had a few drinks and apps. After the second round of martinis, my mother looked over and my grandmother was leaning back in her chair, completely limp and unresponsive. Everyone freaked out, called the paramedics, called me, and my grandma was rushed to the hospital. I'm ready to book plane tickets and rush to the airport when my mom calls back and says, don't worry, everything's okay. Your grandmother just got drunk. Her blood test came back completely normal, except for a BAC, blood alcohol content, in case anyone doesn't know that, like I'm such a scientist um a blood alcohol content of 0.24 three times the legal limit my grandma is 90 years old about four foot eight and a hundred pounds she hadn't eaten anything all day because she knew they were having a big dinner (laughs) she also ordered another martini while no one was looking so the second martini was actually her third what an absolute savage but that is so fucking scary that's actually terrifying you just look over and she's limp no that's horrible but she kind of slayed she was like you know what i just came out to have some fun here it's happening what is what's your take you guys on being drunk at the holidays in front of like family members do you know what i mean because i i don't get really i don't get drunk around my family members really i like i'll have a drink or two spaced out throughout the day but I don't like get drunk and I there's some people that get like absolutely hammered with their families on like and I'm talking about like extended families like grandmas grandpas aunts uncles at like Christmas and Thanksgiving and I'm always like so fascinated by that like they'll play like drinking games and all that I'm like that's fun but is it kind of a risky little game if you ask me um all right those are all the stories I have for you today Be sure to go, like I said, check out the Instagram to vote on the polls. Send me your input via DM and I'll talk about it on the podcast. Like, let me know what your thoughts are. Let me know what your favorite Christmas movie is, your favorite Christmas song, your favorite Christmas food or candy or drink or whatever the case may be. I want to talk about it. So I'm going to. Okay. Um, Make sure you're following Parched Car Convos on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to so you get notified every time I post a new episode and uh, maybe rate the podcast or leave a review if you like me that much. That's so nice of you. That could be your Christmas gift to me. Um, And other than that, I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.